looking for large clogged pipes to drain and clear. Three beers, two. We got Bonk, Jeej, Fab, and Hog in the studio with some special guests joining us, calling in later in the episode. What's up, boys? Hey, What's hey. up, Hog? Hoggy. Let's jump right into it. I am drinking a mind... I'm fucking this up. A uh, Mind Haze IPA. My beer. It is amazing. It is delicious. But I'm all in hazy IPA, guys. Like, hazy IPAs are my new thing. You guys have. Hog, you guys had a you, I, it has not been that many episodes ago, maybe about twelve, where you were not an IPA guy. I know. And that is, and that's in Three Beers Two archives. You said it a few I times. I, know. I fully converted. You went from strict strict latte diet to full IPA guy now. Yep. Yep. I haven't drank a latte in coming in five months or four months. I did a hog pit yesterday. Did a hog pit with one of my best friends on Zoom or Skype or FaceTime, whatever it was. Wasn't a latte. Very, very sad. What uh, we we were we were on FaceTime together two days ago. Yeah. Did you just no? Do no fire- I was talking about that. I was talking about you yesterday. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, was a it was a, a a blonde blonde beer with a fireball shot. Delicious. Still wow. delicious. It, Don't get it was good. Oh yeah, it was so good. Hog pits are universal. Universal. You just need the fireball. Bonk, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, keeping it light. Keeping it light. It's it's a seltzer. So I'm nice. doing Trulies today. I'm way too hungover for IPAs. Yeah. Although also my favorite type of beer. But I'm drinking a passion fruit Truly because I'm secure in my masculinity. Delicious. And Fab, yep. what about you? I got the 805. That's right. I'm celebrating uh, California's Central Coast. That's right. All right, boys, let's crack them and drink them. Let's do it. Beat or lead. Beat or lead. Jeej, what do you got for me, beat or lead, bud? All right, so I'll start out with my lead. Major League Baseball has been throwing around the uh, option of restarting the season with three divisions, and they each work out of one single area so the west division would be in arizona the central would be in arlington texas and the east would be i believe in st petersburg florida yeah uh so and they're just going to mix american league national league all together so you just be geographic would be where you where you played so the west has all the california teams arizona colorado etc um, so CBS sports ran a simulation in this scenario and using the base, uh, out of the park baseball 2021, which is a, uh, kind of game manager type video game, uh, where you could be the manager of a baseball team and, you know, go through the whole season. So on and so forth, make trades and all that stuff. So they ran a simulation and they had the San Diego Padres, as the second place team in the West, which really, uh, really got me going a little bit. We've been in a little bit of a playoff drought, postseason drought, San Diego, and 
Do you guys guess when the last time the Padres were in the playoffs? I won't guess because I know uh, because it has to do with my team. So I'll let the other two go. No, I, I honestly have no idea. But the, the uh, reason you're bringing it up makes me feel like it's been over 10 years. I'm going to say 2004. Close. 2006. 2006. Sorry, Fab is close. 2006. Oh, my God. It's been a while. It's been a while. And that was a, that was a, a single game wild card. Bullshit. Actually, it wasn't. No, Cheech, that was a three no, game. It was a, a three game sweep by the cards. Three, yeah. We beat. It's basically yeah. a single game elimination. Three games. Might as well have been. It felt yeah. like one. <laughs> Same thing. Three game sweep by the cards, 06, with uh, Padres greats like Jake Peavy and Kalu Green. Anyway. They the simulation had the Padres finishing in second place. Guess what happens in the playoffs? They lose in the wild card round to the Anaheim Angels. But you know, anything postseason Padres in the same sentence gets me gets me going. I'll, I'll say that. Why so, why why are they exploring this? What's what's the what's the driving force here? Uh, they want to eliminate the travel, basically. Are you talking yeah. about for the baseball season? Yeah. yeah, they want to eliminate travel for the teams to make it less uh, or more difficult for the, for any of the teams to get corona, obviously, for the pandemic. Reason. Is it a one-off or is it permanent? Uh, it'd be a, the season long. So they're playing like a 100-game season starting, I believe, in July. And they play all their games regionally and then – uh, postseason, I, I I don't know how they'd work that out, but um, I guess it'd be West. I don't know, whatever. I didn't look that far into it, but yeah, basically it, it, it's baseball. It'd be televised, obviously, announcers, the full thing, no crowds, and uh, it, it it'd be exciting. It'd be exciting. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Um. So my beat <laughs> was gonna be a little fun fact that I found out about the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Uh, please share. You got to do it's, it. This is not my beat, but I'll share it anyway. Uh, so Buffalo, when was the last time Buffalo had a home Monday night game? Football. Uh, that would have been uh, against the Patriots, 2007. Randy Moss caught four touchdowns. Final score was, was it 51 to three or something? God How the awful. fuck do you know that? So it's that's in- not right. The last oh, wait. Let's see it. Let's see his knowledge. Putting him on oh, the spot here. The Monday night. You can do it, Fab. I don't know. I'm thinking. I was pretty <laughs> sure the Cowboys game was in Dallas. It's a home Buffalo Monday night game. When was the last one? Home. Uh, um. Callers are welcome. It's the Seahawks. <laughs> All right. I'll give you the answer. It's 2008, and it was a loss to the mighty Cleveland Browns. Oh. It was the Brady Quinn broken finger game. Oh, the classic Brady Quinn. <laughs> Everyone remembers. Everyone like the remembers. MJ flu game. It's I've got a VHS game. tape of that. Yeah, yeah that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it ended it ended Brady Quinn's season, but whatever. So that was their last home Monday night game. Fab, can you tell me when they last won a 
Monday night game at home. That's probably going to be in the 90s. You're correct. Like, we'll say 1990, 1995. Ooh, close. They beat – the Denver Broncos in 1994 is their last Monday Night Football home win for the Buffalo Bills. I thought that was beat because the Bills are a very respected franchise, obviously. Um, we have a super fan on the show, and I think that's just totally unfair to the people of Buffalo. They've proven their fandom and their dedication to the team. So I think that was super beat on the NFL's part, not scheduling one. But then on the other side of that coin, I kind of might be understand why. Like, a night game in Buffalo during the week, like, there might be riots. There might be weird shit going down. So, people drinking from 7 a.m. till 8.30 p.m. when the game starts would be absolutely outrageous. But it's a public service. They're, they're, they're looking out for the people of Buffalo at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's a public safety issue, but it does make for great TV. When they do have night games in Buffalo, the stadium and the crowd is electric. It's actually really cool. But for, unfortunately, they haven't had it. Hopefully, they get a couple this year. We'll see. Yep. We'll see yeah, here. I think it's In fun. a week, right? May 9th. Yeah, May 9th. I think, uh, I think it was a good beat, man. I don't know. I don't know. That's a bad well, one. I had, I, had, I had that as my beat, and then I saw this this uh, thing about the 2017 NFL draft that I wanted to bring up. Oh. So can you guys tell me out of the top five picks, how many of those picks the teams they drafted exercised their fifth-year option? Mitchell Trubisky was in the top five, and they did not. So I know that's Correct. one out. Uh, I would say one out of the five, I guess. You're correct. One out of five of the top five. Guys drafted, the teams executed the fifth-year option on. That is insane because that is the value year, right? It's the you know it's yep. the first-round pick. You have that fifth-year option as a team. That's when you can really, you know, your quarterback maybe producing a, a lot, Pro Bowl level fifth year, but you're paying them nothing basically. So the draft, the top five picks that year, Miles Garrett, the only one that – was signed or was extended for fifth year. Mitchell Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, Leonard Fournette, and Corey Davis. So this is on the heels of Mitch Trubisky and Leonard Fournette. Their teams did not exercise that option, but that is a uh, just a pathetic top five NFL draft. Yeah, what a bad year to tank or not have and, a good team. And do you guys know who else was in that draft? Uh, that was not that were not top five. Uh, a certain quarterback. A couple Josh of Allen? certain quarter, quarterbacks. No, Pat, Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. So yeah. that you could look at that draft year as a great draft year, but then again, the top five picks were absolutely garbage other than Garrett, who's, who committed assault last year. So <laughs> That's you could argue they're uh -oh. all bad. Yeah. But that was my beat. 2017 first round. That That's a good – I like totally, that one. Totally beat. Bonk, what you got? What's up? Hog, uh, I got a I got a leet which I'll start with, and my leet is very short. Uh, but here in Southern California, uh, all of viewers should know golf courses are open, and I am extremely excited. And as a matter of fact, the th few members of Three Beers Two might be T 
teeing off in about 40 hours together uh, looking for a foursome. So uh, if you call in, maybe I'll go give you some. Uh, we'll pay for your round. But, oh, uh, okay. I cannot fucking wait. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a hog pit on the first hole or we'll FaceTime we'll FaceTime the host here. But uh, that is very, very exciting. You guys should just alternate who shoots for me and then uh, see if I, you know, get the average and win. That'd be that'd be neat. I FaceTime. <laughs> no golf carts, but I'm extremely excited to do something athletic that is not involving doing a push-up or just being outside and 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 giving back to the economy i'll overpay for the round i don't give a shit yeah. i'll pay three hundred dollars to play this movie <laughs> yeah. and your yeah. social distance like you're not touching shit you know like yeah so we're gonna leave the pin in the hole all day we're not touching any pins yeah don't touch um, a pin bring in my own beer so i'm gonna touch my own cans Ooh. well not my chest I mean, you know what i mean why not you know mm. yeah I'm I'm stoked. So that is my that is my lead. My beat is the um, I don't know if these the odds just came out, but I think they just came out on uh, Las Vegas Insider the over under win totals for the NFL teams if 2020 yeah. obviously has all 16 games. So I'm not going through all 32. There's just four that stick out. One, my Redskins are at the bottom with five pathetic mm. nfc lease is just terrible one that another one that sticks out um is the jets at six and a half uh and they won seven games last year and they're kind of scrappy like miami i'm gonna i'm gonna hammer that over um because that division with the exit of brady is a little i just think it's going to be kind of up for grabs but i'm hammering that so one of my the beat part of this is the houston texans are at seven and a half <laughs> <laughs> after winning their division and with 10 wins they went down to seven and a half because of mastermind bill o'brien that the is mob. fucking pathetic how beat is that guy he he got them down from an over under a division winner to an over under under 500 uh and the vegas insider guys know what they're talking about um i'm not complaining about that pick at all so that's a, no that's fine the cardinals are gonna thank thank you bill o'brien thank you mm -hmm for DeAndre Hopkins. So I guess the beats on Bill O'Brien there. Uh, yeah. One other one I'm going to hammer before I get to my final point. Uh, a slight hammer, slight hammer. The Falcons won seven games last year. They're at seven and a half. Um, I kind of like that over because they had a lot of injuries. I know it's a tougher division, but Carolina is yeah. not going to win a ton of games. Saints are good and Tampa Bay just upgraded. Of course, Gigi wouldn't agree with Squinson gone, but uh, I kind of like the, the Atlanta over. Um, but anyway, the final, the other beat part of this is the New England Patriots are at nine and a half. That is, wh who, what the fuck are they thinking? They won, I think it was 12 games. Brady left and their quarterback, it's the biggest quarterback, starting quarterback drop off ever. And you got the GOAT, who's not at what he once was, but still very productive. And George Stidham is starting. He's thrown four or six passes, one being a pick six. And they're saying they're going to win. The overrunner's nine and a half. I am hammering all my Trump bucks on the under. I was going to say, Jeej, can I get a soundbite real quick? Can we get a Jeej lock of the century for me right now? The Jeej. Yeah. Uh, so this is the ultimate test. I Going back to Bonk's point about the Patriots, it's the ultimate test. Is Tom Brady a system quarterback? If they win more than nine and a half games, that just proves Brady's a system quarterback. 
Not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Keep him out. I just Take peed my out. pants a little bit. <laughs> I kind of want Fab's opinion on this. Uh, try to take emotion out of it because the Bills are over under as at nine. Correct. The uh, I think the AFC East they have a very tough schedule this year, so the division winner might be nine and seven. Honestly, because we have to play the AFC West and the NFC West, so that's the Dolphins, the Jets, the Patriots, and the Bills all playing the Chiefs, the Broncos, who are going to be better than people think. They're going to have sure. to play the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Cardinals, Raiders. You know, there's a lot of good teams out there. So it's going to be tough. Uh, as a Bills fan, there's a lot of focus right now. on yeah, there's pressure on Belichick and Brady because they each are doing it on their own for the first time. And who's going to, you know, be legitimate and be successful on their own and who's going to crumble. Ideally, I wish for both of them to crumble. You know, if Tom Brady went 2-14 and 14 in Tampa, that would be awesome. Uh, and if Bill Belichick won 0 16 in New England, that would be great. And they got Trevor Lawrence, that'd be great. As long oh, as yeah, that'd be I'd great for Buffalo. 15 and then have somebody else like yeah. the Panthers go 0 16. Yeah. Well, no, keep it in the fucking AFC. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trevor Lawrence can stay in Carolina all he wants. It's fine. Uh, I think Brady definitely benefited quite a bit from Belichick's coaching and all that, but he, he is a good quarterback and he's got much better weapons now in Tampa. Uh, I'm very curious to see what Belichick's able to do with Stidham because, you know, a new starting quarterback, he's going to make mistakes. He's going to throw interceptions. And uh, does he bench him and put Brian Hoyer in after his first, you know, three interception game, or does he stick with him and see what he's got? I see Hoyer as one of those, like Matt Castle type, get him to 10 and six. But I don't know if Stidham's there, but yeah. Hoyer's, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I mean, Castle, if, Matt Castle's a horrible quarterback. He had one yeah. decent year with New England that he was good at game managing, and they had a great defense for the ball, whatever. But I think Hoyer could be that guy and get him to 10 and 6. Or nine, I think 9 and 7 probably wins that division. It's, it looks like one of those divisions that everyone's like has between five and nine wins. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, if Stidham, for whatever reason, is very successful this year and, let's say, throws for 4,000 yards or whatever, does that make Brady try to retire as soon as possible if he's not great this year in Tampa to just go out as high as he can with his yeah. legacy? It's only get worse like, struggle for another year in Stidham. Because every time, you know, it's, they're going to compare Stidham and Brady for as long as Brady's in the league now of how they're doing. And if Stidham outshines Brady this year and then possibly again, I think Brady's going to be like, yeah, all right, I'm good. I'll take my Hall of Fame nomination in five years and see it. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. I think that they're fucking Looney Tunes with this nine and a half. I, I see the Patriots at best seven and nine. Ha- hammering all yeah. Trump bucks. On all Trump. I think they get to eight, 500, but yeah. All right. Well, we might have to do some side betting, Jeej. Well, I'm I'm still on the under, under nine and a half. But but why not? Well, let's just get more. We'll get more action on this live when this <laughs> when the season kicks off. Uh, Fab might be able to give us some information when that happens. But live action on three beers too. I like it. And by the way, getting as many suckers as we can with the signing of Jameis Winston. You guys didn't bring that up, but. They're a 13-win team with him on it. The Saints? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. Fab, Fab, what do you got, man? 
All right. I uh, let's see. I have a beat and I have a lead. Okay. Yeah. I have a beat and a lead. Uh, first up, we'll go with my beat. Uh, my beat is anyone who doubted or made fun of Laramie Tunsil on draft night when he was <laughs> caught ripping a giant bong with a gas mask. His stock plummeted. He fell all the way to the Dolphins. And uh, all he did from there was get traded for two first round picks and sign the largest contract ever for an offensive lineman with uh, $57 million guaranteed. And he did all of that while representing himself. No agent. Just Laramie Tunsil, Bill O'Brien walk into a negotiating room. Laramie Tunsil walks out with a three-year, $66 million <laughs> contract that $57 million is guaranteed. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel so like great. we need the 30 for 30 voice. It's like, what if I told you a draft prospect <laughs> who got caught ripping a bong on draft night would then sign the largest contract ever for an offensive lineman and do it on his own with no agent. Yeah. That's just incredible. Uh, again, another t- and uh, Tunsil did have him, you know, over a barrel, so to speak, because he had been traded for two first round picks and the Texans knew they were going to have to sign him and extend him because they can't do all that and then let him walk after one year, but good for him, man. I mean, I think Bill O'Brien would get out negotiated by a three-year-old. That's but- true. But Bill O'Brien I think, out here paying eighty dollars for a glass of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it also comes down to I of the public pressure do the DeAndre Hopkins trade. He was like, I gotta sign Tunsil no matter what. And to his credit, Laramie knew that and went into it and was like, Give me that number, twenty two million a year. Not guaranteed, but twenty two million a year for the total contract for sixty six mil. It's like I mean, he had all the leverage. And yep. Bill O'Brien's an absolute moron, so it all checks well, out. But, again, Bill O'Brien put himself in that situation by yeah. trading for Tunzel and not having an extension already worked out that was part of the trade. Yep. You don't give up two first-round picks for somebody and then be like, yeah, we'll figure out the details later. Yeah, never. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Hey, Fab, quick question for you. So one of the first times Bill O'Brien was mentioned on the sh- on the podcast was by Big Tom, who Correct. couldn't be here today. But his – and it was a great uh, – you know, soundbite, but his description was that Bill O'Brien was sneakily bad because is he now out of that category of sneakily bad? Is he openly bad? I think what we're seeing now is that Bill O'Brien, the general manager is openly bad, arguably 33 out of 32 in the NFL. Uh, Bill O'Brien, the head coach is still okay because he gets to the playoffs and the first round exit this year. They made it to the second round. I know. But uh, <laughs> this is the, the year, though. Still an okay, team. So Bill O'Brien, as a coach, yeah, maybe he's holding back a little bit uh, of what DeAndre or uh, Deshaun Watson can do. But Bill O'Brien, the general manager, Bill O'Brien, the football czar, who gets to make every decision in Houston, undeniably bad. Yeah, this is the no year longer sneakily. He gets exposed, <laughs> right? I mean, there's no as way as a coach, they, as a coach, GM, everything. Like, there's no way he's making it this far with the squad he has lack of first well, yeah, now he's he's traded away a lot of the talent that he's yeah. had and i don't think he's a good enough coach to belichick it and make up for a lack of talent yeah. he's yeah. just capitalizing on deshaun watson being a very good quarterback he's absolutely buried the texans franchise the next i mean they, they're gonna have to they have deshaun so they have a awesome quarterback a uh, franchise quarterback but if they don't Hire a real general general manager next season. I'd be completely shocked. 
because they're just yeah. shooting themselves in the foot. What a shame, too. Like Deshaun yeah. Watson is uh, not once in a lifetime talent, but yeah. he's a he's a once in a you know decade at least. I mean, he's really good, man. And, and the DeAndre be... Deshaun combo is unreal. It's like oh, you mean Kyler God. Murray just. Uh... Yeah, I mean, what would you rather have, Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins or Deshaun Watson handing off to, I don't know, David Johnson for a two-yard loss? <laughs> ask, ask Cog. I'll take Hopkins. Mm-hmm. All right, give me your uh... – right. And then my lead. Do uh, you guys are familiar with the undrafted free agent process with the NFL draft? It's a mad dash at the conclusion of the draft to sign all these guys who did not get drafted. Yeah, but it starts a little bit before the end of the draft, right? Like you're, you're, it does. You're it starts early. And if you're a team like the Saints who had already traded away all of their picks, it starts real early. So the Saints were talking to Mississippi State quarterback Tommy Stevens and trying to get him to come to New Orleans in the Taysom Hill role again, which is interesting because now they have Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, and Jameis Winston on the team. So that's three quarterback spots taken already, unless you count Taysom Hill as like a fullback tailback H back type instead of a roster spot for a quarterback. Anyway, Which ESPN doubt now does on fantasy next year. He's a, he's going to be a flex. He's player. a flex option. Yeah. So Mississippi state quarterback, Tommy Stevens initially enrolled at Penn state and a certain Joe Brady was a graduate assistant at Penn state. When Tommy Stevens was there, Joe Brady is now the offensive coordinator for the Panthers. Joe Brady was getting the Panthers to try to sign Tommy Stevens and Tommy Stevens had actually already agreed to a deal. And then the saints called and started negotiating and they uh, offered to guarantee $140,000 of his contract, which is huge for an undrafted free agent. Normally it's like 20 or 30,000 if you're somebody that they really want. And uh, Mississippi state quarterback, Tommy Stevens was like, uh, I'm sorry, but I can't have already agreed in terms with the Panthers and I don't want to go back on my word. Sean Payton being the uber competitive guy that he is, said fuck that so what did he do he traded his 2021 sixth round pick to houston for their number 240 2020 seventh round pick and then at, right as he did it he texted uh tommy stevens and said i'm no longer asking i'm telling and then they drafted him <laughs> god that's with a garbage baller. throwaway pick that you know normally anybody would it's interesting because nobody ever cares about seventh round picks but then there's this like mad dash to sign all the guys who were not drafted yeah so instead of like just taking the l and admitting that tommy stevens was going to go to the panthers when he already has three quarterbacks on the roster sean Payton was like no we're getting this guy damn it yeah god that's such that's so that's badass cool. dude yeah, cool. and especially because it was the Saints going against the Panthers. And like I've said, the NFC South rivalries are so awesome and so petty that yeah. if it had been, you know, the Jets or some other random AFC team, I doubt that Sean Payton would have done it. But because it was the Panthers, he's like, no, fuck that. He's not going to Carolina. Yep. God, that's fucking elite. That's cool. To me. I'd love that shit. Guys, how was your beer? Seltzing it up, buddy. How was your sales? How was your drink? It was tropical. Oh, and that's the name of the box. It's tropical, truly seltzer. Wish I was at the uh, beach. My my mind haze was it made my mind uh, nice and hazy. So it's good. It's Saturday, I don't have to worry about shit. So it was perfect, man. Beer was great. Eight oh five, good. Uh, it has a trademark on here. It says properly chill, which I think might be a little deliberately ambiguous because it's like are they telling me that i need to properly chill the 805 before mm-hmm. i drink it or are they yeah. telling me 805 itself is, is 
by definition and its nature properly chill. Yeah. It's not an amp up beer. It's like a chill out beer. Yeah. Well, it's from the central coast of California. They're pretty mellow up there. Yeah. Super laid back. Yeah, bra. Uh, love Ashland hard seltzer from San Diego. It is uh, my favorite seltzer I've ever had, and I've had a lot of seltzers. That's I, high praise. I also just realized my microphone has been unplugged this entire time, and I've been talking into it like an idiot. And I guess my microphone and my headset has been picking up all of my audio. Yeah, it has. <laughs> here's here's the end of my microphone. IT genius. <laughs> Tommy Long Smokes. Tommy, Dude, you're Long looking Smokes. real fucking Matt Patricia like with those. Oh pens. man, got the pencil in your ear and everything. Yeah, I'm just getting a little drunk here. Fab, real real quick, we have some guests joining the show right now. We who, do, yeah. Who are these guests you're you're bringing on? Uh, just some friends who are huge, huge Three Beers 2 listeners and fans, and yeah. uh, they want to know if they could come on and join us, and we are a very open podcast. We're always looking for more people, so uh, please welcome on Shake and 10K. Shake and 10K. What's going on, ladies? How you doing? Really well. We've got some wine today instead of beer. What kind of wine you guys drinking? Uh, Oyster Bay. It's from New Zealand. We got it at Target. <laughs> uh, it's fine kind of store is a wine there at Target. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yes. Well, I would say to you, crack them and drink them, but uh, I guess just pinkies up and sip. Cheers. Let's go. Nice. Uh, so we're we're joined by Shake and Ten K. We we hear you have a super serious story about the San Antonio Spurs. Can you guys tell us about that? We'd love to. So one day we went out to the suburbs of Chicago to visit an IKEA. And after a long day of shopping, we decided to go to a conveyor belt sushi restaurant. I wouldn't say we decided. We were taken to a conveyor belt sushi restaurant. Yes, we did not have a choice. That was our first experience and our last. Um, um, and I had just started my job, and I was trying to make friends at my job. And I worked with a lot of men that love sports. And on the way out, we saw a gumball machine that was full of dog tags with NBA teams on it. So Julie gave me a couple quarters and I put them in the machine and out came a Spurs dog tag. And I thought that team was kind of lame. So I was like, Julie, you're the Spurs fan. Give me two more quarters. <laughs> so we put in another 50 cents and we got another Spurs tag. So we decided it was <laughs> a Spurs fan. Meant to so be. Said, it's fate. Probably a month just reading up about the Spurs, trying to get like involved in San Antonio culture. Um, and yeah, here we are. I mean, I can't think of a better way to pick a team than random chance, especially with your friend. And you get back-to-back, you know, Spurs dog tags out of your gumball machine at the, the sushi conveyor belt place. Yeah, it's pretty magical. Well, especially because I've never heard of the Spurs. So. <laughs> if you're going to pick a team, that's a decent team to pick. They have a pretty yeah. good history and pretty great teams. Well-run organization. Yeah. Unlike uh, after we started setting up <laughs> on them, but we didn't know that at the time. So. Now, are there any Spurs that you guys follow on social media, like Twitter or Instagram or anything like that? Tiago um, Slitters and Tiago. Tiago's our favorite, but he's he's no longer a Spurs fan. Or well, he's probably still a fan. He's just so, not. At the time, team. we didn't know anything about sports. We saw this guy that was on the Spurs that had a really cool name, and we're like, the easiest way to get enthralled in sports is to hang out with a sports person. Um, and so we started stalking <laughs> Tiago's Twitter. <laughs> Nice. 
How far along in stocking did you go? <laughs> We're, we're proud to say we've liked every photo, and his wife has accepted us to follow her at this point. And he's viewed well. my stories a couple times, mostly when I tag him. So you guys are basically besties now, huh? Yeah, we're trying to learn Portuguese now, but <laughs> we forgot to start. We downloaded Duolingo, but we haven't actually started. Um, for those who don't know, he is from Brazil. Mm. What's Duolingo? Is that the app to teach you how to speak different languages? Mm-hmm. Yep. What are your thoughts on Kawhi Leonard? Well, he left the team. I learned that like two years after he left. <laughs> oh, so you've been a Spurs fan for like a short amount of time then? Uh, uh, fans in 2012? 2015. I graduated oh. college. I forgot about that. Oh, that's yeah. long enough. I mean, that's... I mean, yeah. Kawhi was on the team. Yeah. He was at the... Well, we were there when he got drafted and we were there when he left, so... Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I love that. I love it. So are you guys upset that he's gone? I mean, when you were upset two years later when you found out, were you like, damn it. I was devastated. He was yeah. really good, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's, he's really good. He was okay. He's, he's all right. Yeah. He's a weird guy, though. Why? Like, board man gets paid. Because he, like, says strange <laughs> things. Like, he gets a rebound and be like, board man gets paid. And then, like, or whatever. He gets. He just does weird stuff. Totally. It's, I feel like he's part of the family at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys were fans in 2014 when they, when they won or was it the year after? Okay. Okay. They haven't won. They'll be back. They'll be back. Yeah. I mean, if, if pop stays coach, right? Yeah. I think he will. Dude's a legend. Um, so have you guys heard, you guys have heard the show before, right? Longtime listeners. Yes. Well, Julie thought that someone asked her what the name of the podcast was today. You want to tell, tell them what you said? Uh, two guys, one <laughs> That's my, that was actually my other working. Po- yeah, started off with that and then settled on three beers too. Yeah. And then that's, I said, never mind, I don't, I don't know the name of it. <laughs> that's my other podcast I run on a Friday night. Uh, that's not the one we're doing tonight. So, uh, no, it's good to have you guys. But the best part is, is this end of the show where we have misconnections from a crazy city. So, uh, Jeej, do you have, do you have something to throw at something to pick a city? Oh, Yeah. Uh, sure. Did you forget we've been recording all this time? I've, I know I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm throwing a a door hinge today. Door hinge. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Poor Matt. What's it? Seabone, Bert. <laughs> oh, well played, Fab. That's great on a Zoom meeting. That's all right. What What do you guys think? That was East Coast, Mid Atlantic region. Ooh. Ooh. I think it yeah. might have been. Do you want to do where my parents are from? Well, it's where it hits. I mean, come on. <laughs> where are your parents from? Uh, Connecticut. Oh, it wasn't that far north. Oh. <laughs> we got to be honest. I mean, yeah, everyone can see this happen. So, look like Hilton Head. Hilton Head to me, Gigi. I, I think Hilton Head was pretty close. Yeah. So Fab's gonna check out some misconnections for us and uh, the great area of Hilton Head and the surrounding areas because I'm not sure how big that uh, that is with misconnections but I hope you're ready for some extreme nonsense uh, and and other things uh, do you guys actually watch any sports uh, religiously or anything bachelor anything you guys watch that's reoccurring uh, have you ever seen the show Columbo <laughs> I don't know what that means what is Columbo that's a show detective shows that's what I watch oh okay 
I, I was hoping you guys, uh, there's like a trend where people watch like The Bachelor or Bachelorette and do some betting. And I always thought that was really cool. I've never gotten into that. Does anyone here? Uh, we, we betted on The Bachelor with Fran for a year. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, I lost. I, I think I got it on the second round. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so you're, betting, yeah. You're, you're betting on who's going to win The Bachelor? Or I don't yeah. know how you win The they Bachelor. But... The and then you throw like 20 bucks at it or something. But the guy... Okay. Bracket one two hundred dollars, so we, it was fake. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, uh, Bob, you you've done this before, right? Yeah. Well, I I haven't done the Bachelor, but I've sunk to lowest of lows in these these scarce times. And I told Gigi I've watched uh, American Idol this year. <laughs> I can't. I I just can't. I need some human connection, man. And are you seeing the Mass Singer? Yeah, and the the kids are doing their their American Idols from their homes now instead of the studio. Um, mm. But I I just feel demasculinated talking about it. But it is what it is, and I'll be tuning in on Sunday night. You fucking damn well. I don't know. What what season is it, Bunk? Well, Gigi, uh, American Idol used to be on Fox, and I think they did fifteen years or some, and then it went to ABC. So I think this is the third year with ABC. What are your thoughts on Katy Perry? Um, she's lovely. Uh, uh, I, is she a judge now? Yeah, she's been a judge for three years, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah she, I don't know. She probably gets paid. ABC oh. probably had to shell out to get her Katy Perry, I would assume. Because who, who yeah. else is on there? It's uh, like Shelton, right? No, Shelton. Shelton's the voice, isn't he? Oh. No, no, it's Keith, Luke Bryan, a country no. singer. Okay, yeah, Lionel Richie, Lionel Richie. That's it, and uh, her. So, but the the Seacrest still does the hosting stuff. Do they do they do the thing where ESPN did on the draft where you know they show the contestant and every one of his deceased relatives? I don't know if you oh, saw yeah. that in the draft. Every player that got drafted had to know someone that was murdered or you know terribly injured in a car accident or something. Yeah, they they really go for the heartstrings. Like this draft, uh, I think they're copying American Idol. Like every kid comes from, even the rich ones have this massive tragedy. Uh, yeah. And they want you to fall in love with them. So whether they embellish that or not, I don't know. That's but, the quickest way to to get you to really appreciate someone or yeah. to get connected with them. I guess is yeah. if they have some. I can't time. wait for sports to come back so I can drop my American Idol watching. I can tell you that. Or you just not tell us about it and you can keep watching American Idol. <laughs> yeah. That's equally acceptable. I'm not telling. <laughs> yeah, I'm a closet fan. All right. Uh, so, uh, Fab, how how are they looking over there? I saw you smiling uh, uh, earlier. Yeah, there's a lot of unsatisfied wives in Hilton Head and then closeted gay dudes. Oh, well, that happens. Uh, Shake and 10K, did you watch the draft at all? Did you see anything about the draft? Uh, what draft? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the only live sporting event in the last two months. You guys didn't watch it at all? No. Oh, oh man. Man, this was really great. To have you both here because the Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury, I feel like he's like kind of Mister Steal Your Girl. He's he's living in a house four point five million dollars in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is a very high class area. You guys see the picture of him on the couch, no socks with his loafers. Anyone? Just me. Yeah. No. No. It was a, it was a beautiful home. Yeah. So it's it's gorgeous. The dude's a handsome guy and uh apparently the the reports were after that a uh, ton of Instagram models had been emailing him because he's single to quarantine with him in Arizona for the rest of the quarantine. So it, he had uh the pick of the litter, I guess. 
Who did he pick? Uh, probably his girlfriend who was taking the picture. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's I thought a, you said he was single, hog. Huh? Uh, did I say you're single? No, he's not single. I don't know, man. Like Cliff Kingsbury, what a champion. It's funny to me that they rated all the people's, the war room, draft war rooms. I think he was second. Uh, okay. Let me ask you this one. Which was the worst? Bill Belichick. I would say, no. who's the coach of the, who's the coach of the Bengals? He looked like he was in a Motel 6 to me. Yeah, Zach. Uh, Zach Taylor. Yeah, Zach yeah. Miller. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I don't know. the worst was Chicago Bears head coach. Nagy? Nagy's? I don't remember that one. Nagy. He had – it was such a try-hard look. He had, like, plays pasted up as wallpaper. And it wasn't just, like, one little section. It was the entire room. It was, like – a padded fucking cell of football plays. <laughs> like he's just screaming, like, I know football. I know what I'm yeah. talking about. But it was. Do you guys have hard. an opinion on the Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari situation? Ooh. Yeah, I love Jay Cutler. I watched that show one time and he does not give a shit about anything and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm all in on Jay Cutler's side. Uh, Kristen Cavallari, I don't care about you. Personally, well, we just lost a listener, Gigi. Was... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can cut that, Hog. I love no, I love it. <laughs> I just love Jay Cutler. He was such a funny dude on the show. I didn't even know there was a TV show, so that's impressive. I don't remember what's it called? Oh shit. I don't know. Jay Cutler is from Santa Claus, Indiana. I'm from Jasper, Indiana. So your arrival. So big deal. Are you a big Notre Dame fan? No, no. Notre Dame. No. Hoosiers. 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 Nice. So, did I read a report that Jake she was like trying to get like five million dollars out of him or something? Is that? Yeah. That's real. Yeah, that's real. Well, I didn't fact check, but I read that too. <laughs> are they married or are they just dating? No, they're no, married. They're married. They've been married for a long time, and they're getting divorced. And she's saying that's what she needs. Got it. I got it. To buy like a mansion or something, right? You buy a house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. House. <laughs> that's man. not. That's not an unreasonable ask, I guess. Because no, I would say especially not for yeah ten mil. So I would assume unless he's squandered all his contract money, but easier than Jeff Bezos got off for. Yeah, that oh. was a rough one. <laughs> Isn't she the richest woman now in the world? Yeah, like I think her Oprah. or the Walton. One of right? them. Descendants of Sam Walton is a girl who's worth tens of billions of dollars as well, but she's right up there, Mackenzie. Um, yeah, that's crazy to me, and I don't know. Like, I, I feel like they were a good couple. They were always on social media. I was enjoyed seeing, you know, the stuff they presented, and it came out of the blue to me that that happened. Jeff Bezos or Kristen Cavallari? Sorry. No, not not Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I, could <care laughs> not, I could care less about yeah. Jeff Bezos. Well, of that whole Laguna Beach, the Hills squad, I put my money on Spencer and Heidi breaking up before for Kristen and Jay. Are they still dating? Are they married? married. Holy shit. I remember, what's his name? Steven? Is that what you yeah. said? Spencer? Spencer. Spencer. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't remember anything about him, actually, but I remember their faces are i can't believe they're still together that's incredible look at us diversifying our podcast to <laughs> pop culture this is great 
Uh, how do you guys feel about your beer? Also, your wine was it uh, was it pretty good? Well, we're finished with it, so yeah. Is that what what we uh, what would you drink that wine with? Is it like a meal wine, just hanging out, watching the hills or whatever? I don't know. We thought about ordering some takeout. Nice. But if you're at Target looking for a wine, recommend Oyster Bay. Yep, it's from New Zealand. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Boom! There it is. What about you, Bonk? How's your beer? Uh, I just by chance am following um, Shakes and 10K's lead here, and I'm not drinking beer. I'm drinking seltzer. Uh, I'm way too hungover today to drink IPAs or any beer, so I'm going light. I'm going to have about 10 of these, and it's a mango, truly. It's lovely. It's a good way to come down from a a bad night, I feel. Mm -hmm. The seltzer kind of lets you down easy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, But yeah, I'm doing some Trulies today. But it's a smorgasbord. They're all different flavors. Just mix it up. And Just mix G, it up. Dude, yeah. you're doing the same thing, right? Yeah, I'm in kind of the same boat, actually. Um, it's pretty hot here in San Diego. I'm pretty hungover. So I thought about going bourbon. Decided against it, probably smartly. And I'm going hard seltzer, but a new one that I haven't had before. Made in San Diego, Ashland hard seltzer. Mm. blackberry lemonade flavor is this one it's actually delicious it's my new favorite seltzer out of the, all the ones i've tried which are numerous brands of hard hey, seltzer gg you want to share with the listeners what your opinion of the truly's new lemonade flavor seltzers are yeah i'll give it a shot i'm i think it's complete garbage um <laughs> give it a shot i usually like truly's like I, I like most of their flavors but i finally found the black can lemonade truly yesterday and i got a tall boy of it it's 24 ounces it was way too sweet in my humble opinion not that my opinion matters but it was incredibly sweet i finished it but it was kind of like drinking a smirnoff ice to be honest with you which is ironic because i bought a smirnoff ice at the same time to give to my boss so <laughs> i guess it's a little karma um i'm sorry i led you totally astray. i'm sorry <laughs> i thought the lemonades were not or not too bad, but I was excited for it to be honest yeah. with you. But it yeah. uh, it let me down a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Shaking right. 10k. Have you guys you guys abide by the ice rule? Have you heard of this? You know, from like 10 years ago or whatever it was. I do. I said, yeah. um, Well, there's a local place called Happy Camper. Don't order their pizza, but they will deliver Smirnoff ices during this COVID time, and you can ice your friends. That is fucking an awesome business model. That's legit. It's genius. It yeah. is. Uh, Fab, you ready? You you ready to go? I'm ready. And I have sent uh, screenshots out to everybody. So if you can't hear me, just follow along. But I'll try mm. to go in order. Let's, let's, let's crack our beer real quick. Our next beer. Or uncork your next bottle of wine. Over to you. What you want to do. All right, Fab. It's time for Misconnections, man. Let's read them and... Uh, Hear about the crazy, crazy exploits of what is it, Hilton Head? Hilton Head. Let's go. All right, coming at you live from Hilton Head. This one is titled Beach City Road Walker. I see you walking all the time. That bulge in your shorts could use some attention. I know you've seen me, would love to suck you off sometime. Straight to the point. Is that the end <laughs> of the misconnection? That's it. That's I how love easy. that. I just like how it's, I know you've seen me. 
<laughs> is that a creepy stare you think is what got the attention? I know you see me because I fucking just staring at your crotch as you walk by. Right. How big is a bulge, you know, like that it's sticking out through shorts. Josh Allen, it was probably on vacation in Hilton Head. Uh, he goes strictly to California. I already thought about that. <laughs> oh. It's a plantain, right? Yeah. You're asking how big. It's bigger than a banana. It's, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> a tall boy. How about this? A tall boy, if you like stuff a tall boy in your pants to get in, like, to a concert, that's probably close to what you're looking at there. Yeah. That's probably what this guy's doing on the beach. Is It's, you know, open container laws. He just stuffs it in his pants. <laughs> His, you know, twenty ounce Bud Light Clamato mix. Gross. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh That's graphic. It's a clam in your pants. It's <laughs> gross. gross. All right. Uh, next one from Hilton Head. Uh, single mom looking for morning fun. Single woman here looking for a fun male to have fun and mess around a bit. Can host. I live one my own apartment. Don't matter if you are married or single. Huh. Wow, that just doesn't give a shit. Okay. Yeah. And willing to host. Where do you think the kids are while she's hosting? Locked in their room with a lock <laughs> on the outside of their door. She is a crazed sex panther. That's a that's a, one of the rarities on the Three Beers, Two Misconnections is the lady looking for male, especially no strings attached. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't mention that she needs, you know, a father for her kids or anything. She just wants to have some fun. <laughs> This could be like a Kristen Cavalier. I mean, she lives in Hilton Head. She probably has a house that's being paid for yeah. by an ex-rich husband, right? Yes, no, no comment from 10K or Shake. I was hoping for a little pepper there, a little salt. I like the woman. Do what you need to do. <laughs> was it morning well, fun too? Or was it, did I get the time of day wrong? Uh, yeah, looking for morning fun. Yeah, that's. That's the uh, the cool qualifier for me. She likes to wake up and get it. Not uh, it's not like end of the day thing. Well, she's got yeah. shit to do. She's a busy woman. Yeah, I mean, come on, she can't mess around. She wants to yeah. get her pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Have fun she and then go work. Gets to the bus stop and then is looking for something else once she gets home. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. Morally uh, casual. Yeah, very casual. Next one, also from Hilton Head. Want to watch or be watched? Taking care of myself. Just a fantasy, thought I'd throw it out there. I've always wanted to do this with company. I would have to come to you, and you can either join me or just watch. Something we can do from six feet apart. Real, on the island, 50, white male. What? Hey, 10K, would you, would you answer this ad? Would, would <laughs> you personally, would you be like, yeah. you know, I'll help this person out? Personally, I think 50 is a little bit out of my age range. I... I would want to see what I'm going to be watching first. Is it worth the price of admission is your question. That's a valid question. Do <laughs> you think you're the demographic he's going for? I'm not sure. I wish he would like, throw out what he's looking for so I would know <laughs> if I should be looking for that. You don't want to waste time making an you know, email account, emailing this person and getting all the way there. And he's like, oh, my God, look at you. No. God. <laughs> Why aren't you 70 and overweight? Get, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, like, I'm sorry. I just, when I posted the ad, I really had this image of somebody like cruising up in their hover around scooter. That's kind of what I was going <laughs> A rascal. The fact that you walked up. up here under your own power. Yeah. Is just, That's a no go for me. 
just to be watched. I mean, that's all right. Yeah, you can either join in with or just watch. Just so. hang out. The, the, this po- yeah. The phrase that sticks with me is I've always wanted to do this with company. Like, yeah. Who? someone just watches like he wants company and then he's asking for someone that will just watch like like someone to critique his technique like hey man you're you know nice i really like to improve you know yeah was it it take care of himself too was that the uh yeah watched taking care of myself at first i thought it was like showering and then i realized quickly that i'm an idiot and that's not showering. i mean it might be in the shower uh, Clipping his nails, maybe. <laughs> Drink a lot. Cooking <laughs> <laughs> breakfast. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's watch yeah. me fold the laundry. All right. Uh, Hilton had this one. Cold nights partner. Hello, ladies. Young professional guy looking for white female partner to enjoy in this cold weather. If you are interested, hit me up. Please put subject line as cold. No guys, please, and serious inquiries only. We finally meet the criteria. There you go. <laughs> what do you think the cutoff in Hilton Head for a cold night is? Below 60? Yeah, I mean, come on. Your shorts and a hoodie? Also, I'm sure I put this up on mine. Like, hey, looking for a white male to fold my sheets. Um. <laughs> All watch. That would be awesome. Well done. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. I like that one. That was a uh, no misconnections yet, Fab. And I, I know you know. Well, that. there is the one with the guy on the beach. who saw the bulge and the other guy. Yeah, that's camp. right. That was a that was a mis misconnection. That was a multiple repeat misconnection. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one: twenty six years Hispanic married woman, but unhappy with husband in Hilton Head. I'm twenty six years Hispanic married woman seeking a man for eat. Ages 22 to 75 need to reply. I'm available all day and night, must be discreet. I'm not looking for anything but a casual encounter every so often. If you're interested, then that's it. Wow. Um, For for eat? For eat? Yeah. Uh, Seeking a man for eat. EAT. Yeah. You got it. I wonder if this is a 26 year old. Hispanic married woman or a woman who's Hispanic who's been married for 26 years. I don't know it's to add her as a friend. Yeah, well, I, I always wanted to catfish these people and Fab has talked me out of it probably smartly, but it'd be fun to send them an email and be like, you know, I, I'd like to send me a picture. Well, I don't know. Tell me more about yourself. Blue. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, if you want my Gmail, let me know. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Fab, I think based on her wide net of age that she's requesting, that she she's probably like fifty, married twenty six years. That I think that she's been married twenty six years because she went all the way up to seventy five, dude. Right. Which yeah, yeah I would imagine some twenty six year old would not be looking for a seventy five year old dude, but maybe I don't know. He might be. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Shake and Ten K say that maybe she was looking. Maybe she is twenty six and looking for a seventy five year old. Is that the the cutoff? Like, is that where the cliff starts for, you know, male attractiveness is once you hit 76, it's just downhill from there? Uh, I would say 80. 80? Okay. 
I think 76 to 80 is like the golden years. That's what you want. Yeah. That's like perfect. That's when you peak. Wow, yeah. I got 40 more years. Amazing. I cannot You're set. Play. Yeah, I'm set. A lot of free time. You could be free after <laughs> I think that the goal is to, if you're going to get a sugar daddy, I'm not sure if that's what she's going for, but he can't live to like 104. You know, if you were getting an 80 year old, you want to make sure he's, he's close to the end. Yeah. It's like when the Catholic church chooses a new Pope, they don't go for the guy who's 30. They go for the guy who's, you know, 75. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get another one. I think I see Jeej connecting to audio with a look of disgust on his face. Oh my goodness. All right. Oh, oh, there it is. All right. Uh, this one's from Bluffton slash Hilton head titled morning play looking to have some fun in the morning. We'll be heading to the Island around 7am looking to meet before work Cannot host. So we'll have to meet somewhere. Not looking to receive anything in return. Mail to mail. Hmm. Like, is this like a morning run, like morning play, like bubbles? Would bubbles say this is just meet up for like a volleyball one-on-one -on -one tournament? Yeah, oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Or tennis, a tennis match. Seven a.m. You're ready to play a tennis match. <laughs> well, as long as you brush your teeth, you have a good, you know, your breath is not morning breath and ready to play some tennis. Just yeah, just bring your balls. Yeah. <laughs> you got yes. Yes. Big uh, tennis guys in Hillhead. Career-driven ambition because it's looking to meet before work, so you got that going for you, and not able to host. So, also, I was confused. Not looking to receive anything in return. Is that talking about the physical act or compensation? I don't know. Both time. Yeah, he can't host because he doesn't have a tennis court in his yard. So it has to be a public one or someone super rich that has theirs. It's tough, man. I think this is sports-related. 100% uh, sports. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one from Hilton Head. Does your wife need some discreet entertainment? 50-year-old white male seeking a couple who is looking for a little entertainment for the wife. A few possibilities are a massage with baby oil, watching each other play with themselves, or maybe a good tongue lashing. Maybe you both just want to be watched or you want to trade someone. Real and genuine guy here, local, ready, and willing. Been cooped up here long enough? On the island, we'll come to you. At the very least, let's get in touch now so we can get together after CV quiets down. No harm in chatting. In good shape, perfectly healthy, active, and well-kept here. I feel like if there's an opposite to the first one or second one, what is, I want to watch you. This is like the opposite. I, I want to come interact with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a bold move. Yes, there's a weird dating app story about... Uh, yes. And I. So... We're go on. <laughs> so I used to be involved in some accounting classes where you had to study a lot. Um, and so one day I was in class and you were not to have your phone with you. And George said, or Bailey sent me a text that said, um, I just found your dad on a dating app. Whoa. Oh boy. Yeah. Did you swipe right or left? Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't actually her dad on the dating app. It was 
her family friend Tanner, who had a photo of her dad, Rich, so from the dating app. I didn't know this. I was in class, and I was like, "Oh God, someone that I know wants to date my Bailey <laughs> on a dating app." Like, oh my God, it's my my dad is a pervert. Like, I had a heartbreak moment. Um, we weren't allowed to have our phones for four hours in the class, oh. and so I like snuck out to go to the bathroom and. Bailey knew someone that knew my dad on the dating app and found him on there and like sent it after. So. But it was after I texted my dad that like, he was on Tinder. So that would be tough. That would be a tough pill to swallow. That would be best. My dad on Tinder is still a joke in my family. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> that is pretty good, man. All right. Uh, next one from Hilton Head: Plumbing services. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, looking for large clogged pipes to drain and clear. You must be in Hilton Head. Ooh. Well, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, Bubbles would say this was, uh, you know, a, a nice man that just wants to help out his fellow person during the COVID nineteen, you know, of twenty twenty. Right. Uh, that's all. That's all this is, right? He's just it, offering a service. Could it be a female plumber? Oh, 100%. Because it doesn't, doesn't specify. They make add-ons for that. I don't know. This is an innocent one. Plumbing services required, right? There's nothing crazy about this. My dishwasher has been broken for a couple of weeks, and I'm going to actually call them to get my dishwasher fixed. <laughs> don't it post on misconnections, though. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> You're going to get the wrong type of service person at your house, I yeah. feel. The title it, uh, yeah, my dishwasher is all backed up. I need someone to get in there and clear it out. <laughs> Serious inquiries only. All right. Uh, this one, it was at the bottom, so it's not technically from Hilton, Hood, Hilton Head, but it was too good to pass up. This one's from Savannah, and it's uh, titled, Looking to Buy Used Panties. Hi, looking to buy used panties and mini skirt. Let me know what you got. Thanks. Text me more information. Beatitude072, Gmail. Uh, Shake and 10K, are you guys missing out on a uh, a form of income here? I feel like, is, is there a price? Well, I actually had a friend that got into this business. Shut up. And Buying or selling? Selling. So my friend Ariana <laughs> and her friend Courtney would do this. Um, Courtney would wear the panties and Ariana would put, put, put them online and they actually had no buyers. I think oh. they were posting them in the wrong marketplace. I think they really need to go to Savannah for mm. this business. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the price you think on on this? Well, panties are kind of expensive. They're like probably like twelve bucks a pair. Yeah. yeah. So at least like twenty bucks, right? Oh, you got shipping. You got wearing. You got to go. And these guys would probably pay too. I would not sell my thirty underwear for more than seventy-five. See, price. this is what I'm talking about right here. We got she knows business seventy-five. I think you're seventy-five, and that's used. That's definitely used. Um, well, plus the, the price to replace it. So probably add another 10 to that. Oh, I'm very cheap on drawers. <laughs> I'm hurting you. <laughs> you get in the Walmart, like 10 pack, just sending them the. Oh my God. Julie, one time I had to go visit her family with her and she made me buy really Walmart with her. And so I took her to Walmart and she couldn't believe it. You got to go to Target. As you both know, that's, that's we where you got to go. Indiana, we don't have Target. No. 
Mm. I, I wonder if, um, and obviously this question is to shake in 10 K, but if like, if it's a $12 pair of panties, do you $75? But if you, is it exponentially more expensive? Like if you pay $50 for a pair of whatever at Victoria's secret, is it $250? Like, to get more bang for your buck, like more of an investment, but you get more on the backside. I think we need to tear out the quality of the underwear you're getting. Like tell us where you want us to buy the underwear, yeah, pick it out, like, send us, send us it, and then we'll wear it. And then I charge $450 an hour just for working. So I need more than that. So I don't think I've ever met anyone that. How long do you think you have to wear it for before you can sell it? 10 jumping jacks. That's it. <laughs> get it. Jesus. Get it. Just pulled that off right off. <laughs> You've been thinking about this, you dirty, dirty son of a. I came back into uh, a weird conversation here. <laughs> he sure did. No context whatsoever. Selling used panties and so, uh, yeah, how long do you have to wear them? Dad from Savannah looking to buy used panties. Uh, we're just we're just doing oh, some perfect, uh, perfect. you know initial spitballing here about what the industry would look like, what you could charge, how many you could possibly do, because that obviously like the shorter. <laughs> amount of time you wear them the more you can wear in a day the more you can sell but at yeah. the same time like Volume. you can't just put them on and immediately take them off so yeah there's got to be a quality control aspect where your customers are expecting a product you know yeah, yeah. he would what's that the per hour fee so depending on who is asking it depends what if they request like photo evidence is that too far Ooh. Yes. A, Q, a QR code on the panties and then you send it, you know, so they could, <laughs> I don't know. I've thought way too much about this, I guess. Uh, I'll stop here. Yeah. You need to clear your browser on Safari, brother. <laughs> I got the incognito browser. I'm good to go. <laughs> Bluetooth is off, my friend. Bluetooth is off. Yeah. VPN on. <laughs> All right. Give me the, uh, we got one more. Yeah, this is the last one. Also from nearby Hilton Head. This is in Mount Pleasant. Male looking for strap-on partner. Oh. I'm male looking for a female that likes to use a strap-on. You can be dominant. Pegging is a fantasy of mine. Comes with benefits. How, how do you spell comes? C-O-M-E-S, unfortunately. What a fucking beginner. Noob. Noob. Uh, what are the benefits here? A good ab workout? I don't know. <laughs> cardio. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. Cardio. Again, I don't. You just you hang in pictures with like pegs. You know, you hang your coats. You hang your pictures. You hang your keys. Huh. huh. Okay. I mean, maybe maybe Shaker 10K could help us out. Well, I'm not really sure what this this turn. I think it's a spit <laughs> roast scenario. Squeeze me. What? He he likes cooking pigs on a oh. over a fire, you know, <laughs> impale them both spinning around. With pegs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it, the cost for this is much more expensive than a, a cost for used panties, I feel. Right? For pegs? Yeah. Yeah, because you have to meet them. <laughs> That's the qualifier. That's it. I mean exactly. That's why you're not sending the picture. You don't want to be like, seen. <laughs> well, can you be the late? The, the ladies mentioned the show, The Masked Singer. Do you have to meet them? Oh. Can they show up masked? Ooh. 
eyes wide. How do you know if it's a strap on or real then? I, I mean, I guess you can figure that out. Well, <laughs> never mind. Strap on you want, or is it the one provided? Ooh. Well, I think you would have to provide it. So, like, if you're going to be the strap on person, you're probably the one showing up with the strap on, right? Hmm. Yeah. I feel like this guy might have his own supplies. That's true. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, COVID-19. It's more sanitary. You don't want it. The aspect. Yeah. Come on, people. <laughs> well, that was uh, absolutely disgusting, and I love it. That was one of my favorites. Not many misconnections, but I love them. I love them. They're really dirty. The used panties one, probably one of my favorites. <laughs> probably one of my favorites. Well, try to market for it. Let us know. I mean, we found you one buyer. Uh, Fab can give you the email. <laughs> he just wants a cut. He wants ten percent. That's it. And uh, but that's I don't know if that's illegal or not. But that's that's easy, easy money. You guys could probably negotiate him down to eight percent, though. Maybe now, I'll wear the panties and send them out. You just take a picture and some. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I just need someone for a photo. Oh are. my god! Wear yeah. that. And then you them. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Oh, oh. Money's money. I don't care. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> did you guys, while we're here, want to give a plug for chastity.com? Do it. Uh, oh, God, we would love to. So if you are trying not to have sex or someone you know, you don't want them to have sex, chastitypolice.com. Is it .com? It's chastitypolice.com. However, chastity is spelled how it is sounded phonetically, not how it is spelled in the dictionary. So C-H-A-S-I-T-Y police.com. You can schedule us for date intrusion, which means we'll go on a date with somebody and ruin it. And then that'll make your next date that much better. Yeah. So we are here. We are also offered for private investigate services yeah uh, we're not that good <laughs> but um if you feel lonely we will make it worse for that person and you won't feel lonely anymore this is real Ch- chastitypolice.com check it out right now yep it's real and this is you you both and uh this is the giveaway for this week i love it uh if someone uses your service uh we're gonna we'll reimburse them how much does it cost how much does the first one cost Reimburse whatever they. <laughs> oh, they just pay you. Um, yeah. let's actually look at our service costs. Are we still viral? Um, we had to actually delete our email address because it was costing us twelve dollars a month, and we were trying to save some money. How does an email address cost money? Twelve dollars a month. That was our bad. And we are we are sharing one for date intrusion for two hours. It's forty dollars. Okay. For twenty hours with the private investigation services, it's seventeen dollars. And if you need any help with Excel, common sense, or spelling, it's $20 for one hour. Can you plug the website one more time? Uh, Chastitypolice.com. C-H-A-S-I-T-Y police.com. I love it. Three Beers 2. First person you can have social media at Three Beers 2. Let us know if you use their service. We will reimburse you via Cash App, Zelle, whatever, Venmo for your service get on there and use this this is that's awesome and i will link the uh the website to the podcast it'll be in the description <laughs> on social media i love this let's get behind that that's fucking hilarious and then also if you can uh, post uh, a story about how it happened i'm sure there'd be amazing stories that come from this 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We are happy to share client success stories. God, that is awesome. I have the website here. I will link it later. That is amazing. Ladies, thank you for joining us. That's the show. Bonk, Fab, Jeej, Shaking 10K. Again, thanks for coming out. Let's have a drink. two and a half bottles of wine deep. That's how we like to do the podcast, just hammered, so that's great. Uh, we do have one good story, though, left. You're saving it for off-air? Oh, well, send it. It's still recording, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I wasn't going to tell him that. Uh, the, the story has to do with how you don't feel comfortable, um, you know, catfishing the people. Yeah. So one time... Long story short, one time we were in college and my phone went down a storm drain and we couldn't get it out. So my grandma gave me one of her iPads because she lived in the same college. Julie is struggling one right now, by the way. That's so, awesome. So one time the phone went down the storm my grandma if she could like give me one of her iPads to borrow to use. And so one night we were bored at the library, so we downloaded Tinder. But my grandma's Facebook was logged in. So we accidentally made my grandma a Tinder. Okay. Uh, we did make your grandma. It was on accident. And then we, we started abusing it and we started to find our friends on it and catfish them. I feel catfish. really guilty about this. I feel so bad. We catfished a lot of freshmen. Um, we typed like your grandma's really hot. Have you guys seen Bailey's grandma? Well, have you seen her real grandma? I don't think so. Nobody else. Yeah, here. <laughs> that is fucking epic. <laughs> so bad. did you actually get anybody? Like, was there anybody who wanted to meet up because of this? What's that? We felt like cyber bullies because of it. Oh we, yeah, yeah. We made a Tinder for her grandma, and yeah. we would left on people and then talk to them, and then we knew them. Oh but man, it was pretty hot. So that's awesome. I feel like we. Oh. That was worth it. They, they were interested. <laughs> that was well, the great part. Is like people were asking for a like, lot of people were interested. Oh boy, that is that is <laughs> awesome. That is gross, but awesome.